0: Hi, you're listening to episode 105 of the Blended Family Podcast. I have so much to talk about today with you. First, thank you for the feedback on last week's show. Some of you wrote to me and let me know that you appreciated me being open about my own problems. Again, it's not that I try to keep that from you or that I try to act like I have it all together. I don't. I'm like that even in my own close circle of family and friends. I guess I'm just used to helping others and not really wanting to burden anyone else with my stuff. Anyway, you writing to me helped me realize that you want to know about the details of my life. So I'll try to be better with that. And I am doing better this week than last, still busy but mentally in a much better place. So lots of announcements today. And sorry, my throat is a little bit raspy, so I hope that that doesn't bother you too much. You may know already if you follow me on social media, but I was a featured guest on the We Rad Dads podcast, which is an awesome podcast geared mostly for men, although some women listen as well. Anyway, I reveal lots of personal information in that show. So there you go. If you want more juicy details about me, check it out at weraddads.com. Forward slash Melissa Brown. And consider subscribing to his show. He's got a similar style as this show in that he's very positive and uplifting. So I really think you'll enjoy it. Also, mentioned on social media, but I'm not sure if I mentioned it here. I don't think so though. Alicia Keys, I'm sure you've all heard of her. She's a huge singer, been around for years. Well, she's written a song for blended families, and this to me is amazing. I did reach out to her and her agent to try and get permission to play the song here on the show, but I haven't gotten a response yet, and I get it. She's a super huge star. So even though I cannot play it on this podcast, please, when you're done listening to the show, go check it out. Alicia Keys has a blended family of her own. And so she wrote this very special song. And besides it having a great message, it really is a great song as well. And it is called Blended Family, What You Do For Love. It's beautiful. It's on her new album. Let's see what else. Ah, one of our members, Melissa Ford, has created a GoFundMe page to help struggling families this Christmas season. If you are looking to help out this holiday season, please consider donating. I remember when I was a single mom, my first Christmas would have been really bad had it not been for some special neighbors that helped me out. Now, I'll add the link to the show notes, as well as it has been placed Um, or shared on my social media accounts. Now, I'll read it here, but it's a little bit difficult, so it will be easiest to go to the link, but it is gofundme.com forward slash 43 dash pay dash it dash forward, but the forward has no R. It's just F-O-W-A-R-D. So again, gofundme.com slash 43 dash pay dash it dash forward. Thank you, Melissa, for doing such a kind service. I know that I went on and made a small donation. And uh, you know, it really doesn't matter if it's $5. Anything that you can do to help out really counts. Okay, I am going to let you all know now that I have decided to take a little break this holiday. I rarely miss a show, and I hate to do it. But I've been a little overworked lately. I have barely been spending any time with my family, And they don't complain much about it, but I really think they deserve some mommy time this holiday break. So there will be three shows this month. I will not be doing a show on the last Monday of December or on the first Monday of January. So I'll be taking those two weeks to try and relax with my family. I will still be plugged in to social media and I will be checking my emails if you need me. And I think I even have some coaching slots available. I'm just not releasing shows I know you'll all understand, and I really appreciate that, but it it does take a lot of time to put out a show for you. And I'm always telling all of you to take care of yourselves, but I don't always take my own advice, so this year I will. Last, Christmas is coming. Many people send out cards for the holiday season. If you are sending them, I would really love to receive one from you. I'm wanting to make a collage for my office, and I thought it would be so nice to have all of you and your families on my wall. I consider our community a family, and I'd love to see the faces of my listeners. Don't go out of your way, but I am letting you know that I would love it very much if you could, and my address is down in the show notes, so thank you so much for that. Okay, so that covers the announcements I needed to make, I think. I want to get started on today's topic which is considering the feelings of others. And this was not the topic I had planned, but, well, I feel like I need to after there was some posting in the Facebook group. So that's where I'll start. For those of you who do not know, we do have a private Facebook group for the listeners of this podcast, which you can find at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. This is supposed to be a great, safe place for you to connect with others, share, give and receive advice, and encourage one another. And it has been, I know I have told you that it is one of my proudest accomplishments, which may sound silly to some, but truly it is. I have been proud of it because it has been full of positivity. And if you've been listening to me for some time, you know that's what I'm about. So naturally, I was disappointed last week with some of the posts. And I will not call anyone out here. They probably already know who they are. And I'm really not trying to embarrass anyone. But if I do not say something now, I fear that I will lose what I've worked so hard to grow. I haven't had to previously be very specific about the rules of the group. I didn't need to. And I guess as the group grows, this is going to happen. So if anyone is unsure, there will be a pin at the top of the group page which will explain what the rules are. In more detail. Thank you to my listener, Megan Lynn, who is actually taking the time out to write that up for me as she knows how busy I am and how important it is to get it up there. It is my job as the group manager to maintain a safe space for you all. The space that I want is positive, non judgmental, and uplifting. I want it to be a place where you can go to get advice without being judged. A place for you to express concerns without feeling shamed. A place where you can seek help without finger pointing. I simply will not tolerate it. I don't care if you think your way is right or better. We are all on our own journey. None of us need to hear what we're doing wrong. That's not why I created the group. There's a way to talk to people without being condescending, without shaming them, without making them feel bad about themselves. So... Please refrain from scolding, belittling, shaming, mocking, or any other negative behavior in the group. If that is what you are looking for in a group, there are lots of groups out there that have members who enjoy nothing more than tearing each other down. And I say this with a lot of love in my heart, but if that is you, please go find those groups. Our group is not about that. And I will never allow it to turn into that. And by the way, 98% of you, I have never had any issues with. And for that 98%, I am here and will always be here to maintain a space where you feel safe to share with the support of like-minded adults who can lift you up and help you through whatever challenges you're facing. That is my promise to you. That being said... As the group grows larger and there are more posts, I'm finding it more difficult to view everything. Some of the threads get long and involved, and I do my best to monitor, but there are going to be posts I miss. Not to mention, some of these conversations don't involve me. So I don't want to just jump in there in every conversation. So I ask all of you to help me by letting me know right away if someone offends you or someone else. If you see a post that is troubling, message me so that I can take care of it. I can delete those. I can take care of it. I can talk to the the posters about that. And I will give those of you who are being inappropriate a warning first. But if you continue, you will be removed from the group. If you are still not sure what is considered appropriate or inappropriate... Well, first, use your judgment. You know what your intent is, and you know if you are saying something offensive. Maybe some of you don't. Besides that, I am okay with some mild cussing out of frustration, but not cussing at others. No name-calling. And that is not just for one another, but no name-calling your exes. It's okay to give advice, but not okay to tell someone what they need to do, it's okay to complain about a situation. I get it. That's, that's what you're here for. But it's not okay to use the space to badmouth an ex or whomever. I do not want to police you, and I am not trying to be difficult. But if we don't maintain integrity in the space, well, most of you will leave, and it'll fall apart. And that's not what any of us want. As I mentioned in a previous show, you never know who might be in the group, who you know. So even if it's not the ex, it could be someone they know. I can't control for that. So you should still always be aware that even though this is a private group, what you say still can get back to someone somehow. So if you stick to the facts without bad-mouthing, that will be safer for everybody. And keep in mind the goal of this podcast and the group is to bring blended families closer together and not drive them apart. That is my mission. That is the goal, and I depend on all of you to help me achieve that. So I know that was long-winded, and I apologize, but I had to get it off my chest. And it also ties into today's topic, which is considering others' feelings. We forget that other people have feelings too, and you need to always be aware of the things that you say, especially online, where we can easily forget that there are actual people on the other side of the computer. So now let's move on to our families and our personal lives. And I'm going to take this in a little bit of a different direction because you already know that the things you say to loved ones can hurt. So here I want to address it in a little bit of a different way. So we're going to consider the feelings of others differently. We make assumptions a lot. We think we know how others feel and think, and this can get us into trouble. So, let me give you some examples so that you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> A step parent may think their stepchild doesn't like them because the child is acting out. This could be the stepchild saying he or she doesn't like them, or saying they wish the step parent wasn't around. Or the child could choose to stay away and won't get close to that step-parent. And in this case, the step-parent will automatically feel that child hates them. And the reality of it is that may not be true at all. Have you stopped to consider that child's feelings? There could be so much going on here. Maybe they're hearing negativity from the other parent. Sadly, many parents do this, and it really makes children feel as if they have to choose Or maybe the child is confused about the circumstances of the divorce. If nothing had been explained to them properly, they don't know. And they can feel as if it's the step-parent's fault. Maybe they feel that mom or dad is less available since the step-parent came around. Or maybe that child has been put in the middle and they're frustrated. So you see, there can be many reasons. And we don't really know if we make assumptions. So stop for a moment and consider their feelings. This child may have had the rug ripped from under them and they're trying to adjust, whether they're adjusting to a divorce, a new home, a new school, a new family or all of the above. That can be a lot for a child. If you're not sure how they feel, it might be a good time to open up a conversation about it. If not with the step-parent and stepchild, child then at least with the bio-parent. That child may have unanswered questions or concerns that they don't know how to express. Let me give you another example. This one, many of you should be able to relate to. Your partner's ex. How many of you assume that the ex is going to be horrible? That could be because of what you've heard about them from your partner. We all have horror stories, right? Or maybe you're listening to the kids so you get that impression. Maybe you have met the ex and they haven't been warm or easy to deal with. Let's stop and consider this, that the ex actually has feelings too. Now, I'm not excusing bad behavior here. I'm pointing out that an ex might be acting a certain way because they have insecurities that you aren't aware of. They're scared that their child may like you more. And by the way, this happens often, temporarily, because step-parents are able to be more fun than bio mom and dad for the most part, right? The step-parent can be more fun sometimes is they don't have to be the strong disciplinarian. So yes, a child will love that. And they may say, I wish you were my real mom or dad. And that might feel great as a step-parent to hear, but let's consider the pain in that for the bio parent who may be doing their best to provide structure and discipline. Also understand that there may be some pain and unhealed wounds from that relationship with your partner. If an ex is acting a certain way, it may have nothing to do with you at all, but maybe more to do with your partner and their history. So think about it. Do you think they could be feeling insecure, jealous, lonely, or any other emotion that can be causing them to act in a certain way? Again, I'm not excusing them, but it's good to know why someone acts the way they do. Another one, another example. You are... A bio-parent and you don't like the new step-parent that your ex has chosen. Maybe you feel they're not a right choice for your ex. Maybe you think they don't know how to parent. Maybe you think they're trying too hard. Whatever it is that you feel, have you thought about how they feel? Do you know how scary it is to come into a child's life and also have to deal with a bio-parent who won't accept you? Especially for those step parents who have never had children before, those step parents are in uncharted territory. They're learning how to parent in an instant with no preparation. And not only that, they don't have the full authority to parent as they have to take a backseat to both bio parents. You have to consider that step parents can have fear and apprehension. Rather than assume they're there to ruin your child or go against you, Why not consider that they are choosing to love your child when they don't have to, and they're doing the best they can, and that they might be a little scared or uneasy? Okay, let's do one more. Let's go with your partner. There's lots of examples I could use here, but one I hear about often is this. You are frustrated with feeling like you take a back seat to both your partner's children and even their ex. You're tired of the phone conversations with the ex regarding schedules and general kid-related stuff. You're tired of having to cancel dinner plans because something came up with the kids. I know this can be frustrating, but have you stopped to consider your partner's feelings? Have you thought about how frustrated they might feel as well? And then knowing that they're upsetting you hurts them, but that when it comes to the kids, they have to be there. They need to communicate with an ex because it is essential to co-parenting that there is communication. At the same time, they know they risk upsetting you or even losing you over it. They feel in the middle. So instead of assuming they don't care, consider that they do, but they have no choice in some of these matters. I mean, I could go on. There are so many examples I could bring up, but I think you get what I mean. You know, I did the perspective series back a year ago, last September, and it was similar to what I'm talking about today. And if you want to go back, that was episodes 43 to 46. And each episode I spoke about what it feels like to be in each of those roles, bio mom, bio dad, step mom and step dad. But the point is, you really don't know how others feel. We can assume, we can imagine, we can guess, but we really don't know. A lot of problems come from us creating stories in our minds of why people act the way they do. And we can let those stories grow. And what that can do is tear down relationships and hold back your own growth. I have had to stop many times to consider others. I mean, I am both bio mom and stepmom. Sean is both a bio dad and step dad. And then we both have had the experience of being the custodial and non-custodial parent. So we really have seen every side of the equation. So all I'm asking you to do here is stop and think why someone might be acting the way they are, consider their feelings, try to put yourself in their shoes for a moment, That doesn't mean you have to agree with them or that you even have to like what they're doing. It doesn't mean you have to accept bad behavior. It's just about giving people space to feel the way they do and trying to understand them because they have a story too. So how do we fix all this? Sometimes it is as simple as communication, getting things out in the open, Do you know how often people remain enemies because of the story in their mind about the other, and they find out it is all not true? If you can make the space to talk about it, great. We know that isn't always possible, though, but we can live with an attitude of forgiveness and grace. Wouldn't we want that for ourselves? And don't we want to teach our children this, to treat others the way we want to be treated? Think about others' feelings. Believe me, I know that in some cases you are dealing with people who are behaving in vile ways, and you may not care about their feelings, and maybe they don't deserve it. Every situation is different, and I can't speak for all of you, but I do hope that this episode makes you think just a little. We are all here on our own journey, and we need to judge just a little bit less. So feedback, questions, or even topic ideas can be sent to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Please remember, if it's not too much trouble, I would love to receive holiday cards of your family so that I can hang them up by my desk. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be bringing you an interview next week that you won't want to miss. Bye, everyone. Have a great week.